To start the show, Green, do I have you? Yeah. Rev, do I have you? As long as you want me. Oh, baby boo. Don't you threaten me with a good time. All right. Hello and welcome to Next to Nothing, a show for gamers on a budget. I'm your host, Danny K. With me, as always, my partner in crime who uses the red eyes way too fucking much <laughs> it's mr green elite how you doing green oh i'm doing fantastic well i'm i'm well yeah as good as i could be yeah uh with uh last night or yesterday my basement completely flooded and the only portion of the basement that was actually affected was my streaming setup um, in my desk area because the drain is literally five feet away and apparently it slopes enough to go to this general direction. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. I yeah. I'm inside. Dude, that sucks. Yeah. You, I saw you, I saw you post that in discord yesterday and I'm like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I'm like, it's, yeah, and I was good. I was, I was saying that night I was supposed to be doing the Apex event um, with Donnelly uh, because Donnelly won't be uh, – he, he is shipping out on the 27th mm-hmm. as well, if you haven't heard about that. So, yeah, good friend of mine is being deployed. Good luck for him. Hopefully he comes back in a one piece. So, shout out to him. Yeah. Just don't, don't play fair, K9. Yeah. Um. And while we're talking about, I mean, I have a cousin who uh, actually just got shipped over to Korea and his base in Korea was close enough. They could see and hear North Korea blow up that embassy. (laughs) He's like, oh, boy, (laughs) these helicopters I'm wrenching on might be getting used soon. (laughs) Um, With us is our other co-host, Revsven. Revsven, how are you doing, Padre? I'm doing all right. I just ate a lot of soup, let out a fat burp, and I'm ready to go. It was a very fat burp. It was very fat. So, starting out uh, the show here, of course, uh, just a shout out to all of our YouTube viewers here. We, um, I'm, I'm going to try to start giving you guys some things to talk about here in the comments of YouTube, if you do watch us on YouTube. And uh, this week, I want to ask you guys, what is your most hyped announcement from EA Play 2020? So go on ahead in the comments and let us know what you guys think of EA Play, uh, EA Play 2020 and what game you're most excited for that was announced there. Uh, Of course, if you guys are new to the show, welcome to the show. We appreciate you guys for joining us either live or clicking on that YouTube link or finding us on all the podcast platforms. Uh, The click and the attention is really appreciated. And uh, we hope you guys get some enjoyment out of the show and get some value out of the show. That's what we're here to do for you. Um, If you guys do end up liking what we do and find some value, uh, some ways you guys can help support the show is by subscribing on the platform of your choice. If you're on YouTube, hit that like button and ring that bell as well. And uh, yeah, let's just get on into it. Um, Do we want to talk about a game uh, that you played, Rev? 
that you earth <laughs> that we both played yeah let's get on let's get into it this is gonna be a very suggestive section of our of our talk today mm, yes very suggestive raw men raw men oh it was so much fun too it is it is a really it, it's a fun romp yes uh, i i excited i'm excited for the the full game to come out you know because it was fun playing on the one map during the demo and everything and it's cool mm-hmm. that the demo is free and you get to do all that um but i am so excited so excited for the the full release because i just had so much fun with this game launching cock sauce and you know flinging broth at each other it was just like it was a silly little splatoon-esque type game and whenever you're sitting there yelling at each other and all these suggestive things are being said and done it's it's always going to be a good time yeah so like a real quick description of the game is uh it is like rev said rev said it's kind of like a splatoon-esque third person shooter uh it's like a splatoon with a bit of spice and it is what i would consider a salt generator (laughs) um it's developed by animal and published by tiny build uh it's going to be available on the switch ps4 xbox one and windows some minimum specs for anyone that is interested s uh for a processor sse2 instruction set support i've never seen that on a game so do with that what you will um eight gigabytes of ram uh graphics card with dx11 shader model 3.0 capabilities direct x11 and four gigs of hard drive space so it can run on a variety of machines it seems yeah, um yeah, it looks like you could run it on the hot potato that you throw back and forth in the game yeah yeah um Yeah, so, I mean, and I had, like, no problems running the game whatsoever. I mean, the game runs really smooth. Same. Um, Yeah, it it ran really smooth. Um, The game modes themselves were hysterically fun. I I feel like there's some some spawn point issues in the meatball thing, but maybe that's just because I'm salty for losing. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but, like, that's, that's another cool thing. Like, even though it's just a demo, you've got three basic game modes plus the team version of those same three game modes to choose from which uh you know you have your your stereotypical team deathmatch style game um then you have an objective game and then you have the meatball game which is what i would compare it to like capture the flag but with a gigantic meatball would you agree with that yeah it's kind of capture the flag it's um or more like more random spawn points for the capturing. Like you don't have your own flags. It's like, yeah, you fight over the flag. Yeah. It's almost like as if it's like the capture the flag with the flag in the middle of the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, the, is what it kind of felt like. Yeah. The flag is neutral. And so you have, it's, um, I know call of duty advanced warfare had a mode similar to it. I'm trying to think of like some other games that have had similar modes, but yeah, it's like a neutral flag that both teams fight over and then have to take to a designated point. That's on the map and they, in both the spawn point and the designated point change. Yes. Yeah. They'll, they'll rotate around and like, it'll even rotate around like mid game. Cause uh, there were several times where we'd be, one of us would be sitting there taking the meatball to the spot and the spot would disappear and respawn somewhere else. And you're like, no, and of course, yeah. you know, you kill somebody while they're on it. You can jump on and, and take, take it from there. But the, the weapon variety 
was probably my favorite though. Like my favorite aspect of the whole game was like, I mean, you're, you're smacking each other with fish. You're throwing dim sum at each other. I mean, it, it had everything. The game it is really, the game is really punny. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. And there's like hot potato bomb that like you can toss back and forth to each other. Um, mm. There's a, uh, a Gatling gun that is, or not Gatling gun, a mini gun with like bratwurst. Um, with like, what was that? Was that the, the bratling gun, the bratling gun? Yeah. Um, or the, bratling the gun crackers that you used as a, as a, um, shield, like yeah. as a little barrier that you could put up. It, and then like your ammo was actually like the broth in your pot that you carry around. Mm-hmm. So like you're sitting there and, and it, whoops, it, it would auto generate. But like, so if you're sitting there flinging your broth, like over and over and over and uh, you, you end up running out, you have to like essentially run away while it kind of refills itself. Yeah. And uh, I was the king of the untitled goose turret. I could, they were spawning everywhere for me. <laughs> yeah. You, I do not understand how you were getting that all the, god damn time that was incredibly frustrating and yeah that's just like a goose um that would just like shoot eggs at at uh, your enemies and it was incredibly fucking annoying yeah um, it's, it's it's like the op weapon of the game right now please nerf <laughs> <laughs> please nerf um yeah no i mean overall it's a really fun punny game um I'm kind of curious what its lifespan is going to be. Yeah. Because um, I obviously just played the demo. So, you know, the one map and a few game modes. Uh, it looked like you could have up to eight people in a game, teams of four. Mm-hmm. Am I correct on that? Yes. Yeah, you could have up to eight. Um, we had four on when we played. And uh, we, we did a lot of the free-for-all stuff, which was mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. But the team, the team mode was pretty fun, too. Um, I'm I'm with you. I'm interested in seeing lifespan, like if they can add new game modes later or add new maps or, you know, give you some cosmetics you can earn throughout playing. Do not do loot boxes, even though you do have a loot drop, <laughs> the loot drop. Yeah. Uh, weapon in there. Um, so I, I would say that would like that will be probably the make or break on the lifespan of this game. And we'll have to see where they go price range when it releases versus you know, continuity with the, uh, the extra content later. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, kind of being like a splatoon or like a, uh, uh, you know, a third person shooter like this. I'm kind of curious if there's any sort of like event or tournament or, you know, competitive. I don't know if this would necessarily be a competitive game. Um, but it, it definitely I'd seems like a competitive mode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd be interested to see if they're like, if people build events around this game. Um, I, cause I, I don't know if I would necessarily want to play this like pugs and whatever else. Um, you know, this seems like to me, it's like, okay, rev green viva let's fucking load it you know let's do it yeah, yeah. um i think that's i think it's gonna be a great community night style game mm-hmm. when you get, get like you and your friends get together and just kind of be goofy all in the same voice chat and all that i think it i think that's gonna be kind of like the baseline audience for this um 
yeah, yeah, I would say that that would be probably the route that's going to end up going. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Green? What do you think? I think the funnest thing while watching uh, y'all play this game was the voiceovers. Uh, it, it was very reminiscent of uh, Towley from South Park. Like you're a towel. It was it was phenomenal. Uh, the whole time I was watching that stream, I was busting up laughing. Uh, just the way that the animation was was it looked fantastic. Uh, like the gameplay, like how they use the weapons and stuff, uh, and then just a, a cherry on top with that voice was just just set me off the whole time. I don't know if I could even play it. Like I would be laughing hysterically the whole time. I don't know about you, but like it made it even funnier that it censored out the cussing. Like, like it would bleep out the cuss words, and that to me was funnier than if they would just let him say it. You know, <laughs> uh, I just I loved I loved the voice too. Just, it, that was the quintessential funny that that game. Like the visual part. Wouldn't have, wouldn't have been as funny if it weren't for that voice. I, I, I think that just topped it all off. This comedy, loved it. Yeah, the game actually is really cohesive. Like the art style, to the game mode, to how things feel, to the sound design. Like it all feels really cohesive and well thought out and put together. Like it doesn't feel like anything here was hobbled in taken from an asset store and we're going to get this sound effect from freesounds.org and we're going to get this from here like it doesn't feel like that it all feels like it's been you know designed with every other element in part which is really cool for a game like this because sometimes games like this that are really silly and really goofy they just kind of hobble together and it's kind of put together with with glue and duct tape and bubble gum from what I've gathered, the uh, the main voice uh, that you hear, like the little voice you just kind of hear doing the uh, the funny stuff, is uh, Smashly. She's a Twitch partner. Uh, she was involved in the development of the game, and so she actually did all the voiceover stuff with that goofy Towley voice herself. That's hilarious. That's, what I, that's how that's what I was informed of. I have like I know she was involved in the game. I don't know if it was exactly that, but that's that's what somebody was telling me. Smashly, if you see this. Confirm or deny. Confirm or deny. And I don't want no Glomar bullshit, right? No, we at this time we can no neither confirm or no, no, no. Don't you Glomar me, Smashly? Let us know. <laughs> like, yeah, I was that tally sound alike. Do it. Just Do let it. me know. I'm just I gotta know. Fucking own it. <laughs> um. Yeah, the demo is free. Uh, I didn't see what the game was gonna retail for on release. Did you, Rev? No, I don't know. Uh, I don't know exactly what, what it's going to re- uh, retail at. And I don't know when the exact release date is either. Um, I'm hoping to get that information real soon. So that way we can pass that along because I, I would like to have more people to play mm-hmm. this game with. So I guess since uh, we don't know, um, what would you personally put down for this? Um, if... Uh, if, if there's a good selection of maps that come along with the the initial release, I would say upwards of in no more than 19.99, and then probably release it on sale, so it's like 14.99. <laughs> 
Okay. Uh, how about you, Green? What would you What would you be willing to spend on this game? I'd spend twenty four ninety nine on it. Okay. Okay. Middle of the road, not quite triple A, but like, I I feel like twenty five dollars for the amount of laps that I had just watching it would be reasonable. Okay. Let alone playing it. Let alone playing it. Like if I played it, I'm sure I would just I would die the next day because <laughs> I would give myself so much like chest, like m- my muscles would hurt so much that it would just like tighten my chest cavity and just kill off my my breathing i would just die because i'd be laughing so hard man i'm just kind of thinking about uh like the abs just laughing that much and like just getting a six pack of abs off of that oh yeah (laughs) i'm with it um cool anything else on raw men no i mean with it being a demo i think we we covered pretty much all the bases on it yeah, I don't think there's much else we could really say on it right now. Oh, I guess I should say um, I'd probably put I would say probably about uh, $20. I'd be willing to spend $20 on this. Um, if if they made a if they made a bunch of other improvements like there there's like 20 maps and like another five game modes, then yeah, 25 bucks. But with the game modes and like another handful of maps, I'd probably be willing to pay 20 bucks. So um rev you also played another game that uh, yes i did <laughs> uh, yeah. that game scared me dude okay like i'm i'm reliving it you shut up green i see you over there <laughs> <laughs> hey uh real quick before uh, green laughs himself too hard here uh where's the video from your stream bud <laughs> from when you played the uh, demo of locked up yeah yeah i am working on it i'm sorry i'm having some (laughs) issues like uh like i downloaded the highlight from it and i can't seem to like i couldn't put it over to hit film and i couldn't put it over to premiere i don't know why i'm trying to get it on youtube i hate it i hate the game (laughs) i hate horror and i honestly i probably don't even want to put it out there Cause I hate it so much. It's gonna. I'm gonna have flashbacks just editing this fucking uh, video. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Danny. Um, you know, if you want, you can just take the highlight and export it right to YouTube. You don't need to edit it. You could just do that. Anyways, uh, so yeah, the game we're talking about. Practice. What's that? I need to practice oh. editing. Valid. Valid. Fair. That's fair. fair. Um, so the game we're talking about, Beautiful Paper Smile. Yes. Padre, tell us about it. Okay, so I actually, um, I met the, uh, I I met the the publisher and developer of uh, My Beautiful Paper Smile at DreamHack Anaheim and got a look at the aesthetic of it. And that alone had me so into it. You know, it, it looks like if Paper Mario was a horror game and all in black and white. It was incredibly disturbing looking just in its aesthetic alone. And I uh, I got early access into beta testing of chapter one. And I may have actually got to talked about it before on on, uh, on the podcast. I'm not sure. But chapter two released. So I did a playthrough of both chapters. And I actually noticed the improvements in chapter one from the beta testing, which was good. Um, but basically the story is you uh, you live in this world where 
this benevolent king was all smiles and happy with his entire people. People loved him. And then out of nowhere, there's like one person who didn't and they frowned and he went off the deep end and started like now, like when people are born, they're raised in this environment where they are forced to wear these paper smile masks and to never frown and never be sad. And it's like, they're conditioning them and it's so freaking creepy. And the whole first chapter is you trying to break out of this institution. Like, you know, something's wrong. You want to break out. Um, there's you're being guided by this thing called the lost child, which apparently is some kind of God in this universe. Uh, you come to find out, but it, it's kind of like a survival horror. You know, there's no fighting back. Um, you have to use a lot of like stealth tactics cause you get given this thing called life. Um, it's not like, you know, the, the real one. Um, but you like equip it in your body kind of glows. And then, but if you do that in front of like cameras while you're trying to escape, the cameras will detect you and you'll get caught. So you have to like sit there and equip it and unequip it to try to be uh stealth about it. But the, the monsters in it for being what look like pieces of paper. no, no, they're, they're, they're not right. They're too scary. There's one, of course, in chapter two, that's a giant spider. I didn't want to deal with that. Um, all in all, though, as a fan of horror, I enjoyed it. It was good. You can, you can run this on God. You could probably like, it wouldn't surprise I have me. The specs. Yeah. Yeah. It's like bad. It's like not very much at all. If we go ahead and feel free to re- uh, read them. Yeah, so minimum specs for my paper, uh, my beautiful paper smile, Windows 7, 64-bit or higher or newer, I should say, uh, 2.5 gigahertz quad core, 4 gigabytes of RAM, a GeForce 470 GTX or AMD Radeon 6870HD uh, or higher, and 2 gigabytes of available space. Uh, in the publishers you mentioned, uh, this game was developed by Two Star Games, published by V Publishing and Vicarious PR. And it's only available on Windows at the moment. Yes. Yeah, because it is still technically early access. It's going to end up being one of those things. I actually, when I was talking to them, they uh, they said that they were still debating on whether to do it, like release it episodically like a lot of games do, or just wait and do the whole thing. I Clearly, they chose to do it episodically. But what they'll they'll end up doing is once they get all four, I believe there are only going to be four uh, chapters released, then they'll port it over to consoles, kind of like Bendy and the Ink Machine did. Um, a lot of your horror games that come out in chunks like this end up getting released after the game is completed. Yeah. Um, a quick comment on the art style. Uh, I would say the art style looks like um, Tim Burton decided to do Paper Mario. It's a very fair assessment. Yeah, it's it's trippy. Like... I've seen like I it's really cool. I highly recommend actually following um two star games on social media, just like on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, because they actually do developer diaries where they actually show how they do everything in uh in Unreal Engine, I think is the one they use for it. And like it actually shows you how they go about developing the atmosphere and developing the characters and everything. It's it's really interesting to watch them develop this game style. Yeah. So I have a quick question for you in terms of this game uh, in the controller scheme. Do you think this would be a good game for mobile? If they, if they had it to where you could do controller, I, I don't know if you can even use controller on it right now. Cause like, I think I tried, but I ended up not being able to. So I moved to mouse and keyboard, but with it, I mean, almost everything you do uh, actually, you know what? Mm-mm. No, because there's a, there's a, um, you have to kind of use your movement 
plus use an actual mouse cursor for certain things. So I don't know if it would, I don't know if it would port over well until they get it ported to consoles and then whatever they just, however they decide to do that, then I'm sure it would be easy enough to do on mobile. Um, Like maybe if, uh, because you can't control camera angles. So maybe like if you were using a, you know, two, uh, two joystick controller and you use the one to move around and the other you can use to control your cursor, then I don't see why it would be hard. That would probably be, that's probably honestly, if I had to guess the route they're going to go with it. But I would say, yeah, you can play it on mobile. Gotcha. Gotcha. Green, what are some of your thoughts and opinions on this? You want to play it, Green? You want to play it? I'll, I'll gift it to you. Mm. No. And then when he said it was like Tim Burton play uh like got a hold of Paper Mario, that made like gave me even more reason to absolutely hate this game without even like seeing it. Oh that's why well, I, I gotta hear this. Why? I I okay, Tim Burton <laughs> is not good. And I'm gonna tell you why. Uh because he makes things creepy for the sake of being creepy and complete, completely mortifying children at a young age. Yeah, he's doing God's work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was uh, fascinated by Nightmare Before Christmas. And I, like, at, at such a tender age, seeing that, like, it mortified me. Like, I fucking hated it. I did not like it. It was not a good time. And like ever since, I cannot get behind anything Tim Burton. So that, that's my reason. So no Frankenweenie, no Corpse nope. Bride? Absolutely not. Wow. Horrible. It's scarier than anything Tim Burton's ever done. So, I mean, if you want, if that helps. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I just looked it up on Steam. The game regularly sells for $14.99, currently on sale for 10%, uh, $13.49. Excuse me, my, my dinner decided to fight back on me there a little bit. Um, so yeah, it seems like an interesting game. I don't know if it's really my thing. I watch you play. It's very atmospheric, very creepy. I think this is a game I would enjoy watching, but probably not enjoy playing myself personally one of the things that makes it like the creep, uh, the creepiest aspect of the whole thing is the fact that it's like the, uh, there's no music. There's just noises. Like you just hear the noises of the atmosphere. So there's no like soundtrack or anything. So that, that makes it like that much like creepier and, uh, Is this your best imitation of the game? That that's about the best I could do. It's just like like that's the that that's the the sound effect <laughs> that I make thinking about it. It's just uh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Um anything else on on my beautiful paper smile that we want to talk about? No, I'm but I have, uh, I'm I'm going to have a green play at some time. <laughs> who hurt you, Rev? Who hurt you? You for not liking Ow. cool stuff like rye chips oh, and cool horror games. <laughs> you know, Greenweed is a little bit of the black sheep here. You know, he doesn't like horror and he doesn't like uh, rye chips. Rye I chips bought an entire. Gross. I bought an entire bag of just rye chips with the full plan of taking a picture of it, but then I ate it all before I could get a picture. <laughs> <laughs> like Were you my, impaired uh, in some way? 
No, I was just driving. <laughs> I know that feel. I know that feel. Go ahead, Green. I was like that. I was just gonna say that that bowl of pretzels I took a picture of. Like, oh yeah, he, took the best. he said this is the best checks mix or something like that. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Um, our next topic here is Rev didn't get a chance to talk about the Gorilla Collective with us last week because he was off. Uh, so let's have Rev give his thoughts on the Gorilla Collective and anything else that we talked about last week. Okay, so on the Gorilla Collective, uh, I, I had to kind of do a uh, like a run through of it like really fast because of you know time constraints on things I've been working on this week. But I got to say, they it, I was impressed. I was impressed with the sheer amount of good-looking games coming out of this. Um, a few of them I've actually already played and have I've had access to for like months now, like uh, Aeolus Tournament. Yeah, uh, me, you know, I've actually I covered Aeolus Tournament, I think, or talked about it on uh, when I first got on the the podcast. Um, but I will say, amongst all of them, there are two that I'm very, very excited for more than any other. And uh, these were these were revealed on day one. Uh, Baldur's Gate 3. I was a huge Baldur's Gate fan uh, in my younger years. And Just Die already. The uh, the Old People Mayhem Sandbox. That one, I, I saw the name and I was like, all right, I'm sold. And I watched the trailer for it. And all I could think is this is, this is going to be the most fun I think I've had uh, or that I will have for a long time. But mostly because I, I like using old people to beat up older uh, other old people. Um, another one that I've known about for a while that I I've been excited to try because it's just it's been I, I saw it on display at God I think it was PAX South this year uh, was the Side Night and Happiness Freak uh, Freak Apocalypse. It's it's kind of a point and click game, so it's gonna be I think it's gonna be a little bit slower pace. But it, I've been a Side Night and Happiness fan since high school. Um, one another thing, uh, later daters I've covered on the show before. They discussed chapter two is going to be coming very soon. That's something I, uh, I'm really excited about. I I had a few that I was like, I saw them, and honestly, they, like usually I get really excited anytime indie games come up, but there were a few that were kind of like, eh. And uh, I think Lord Winklebottom Investigates was probably my my most like I looked at and was like, what. Is this it, it like it, it looked like a uh, murder mystery type game with anim- like uh, anthropomorphic animals? Didn't interest me at all. But all in all, I would say uh, it was it was my favorite event of all of the ones that have uh, have popped up recently. Uh, if not, because I have like I, there's like a little bit bias there because I've actually got to try out some of the games that were announced already. <laughs> but but being the indie fan I am, I was really excited about it. Um, I'm going to be actually doing some communications with some people to possibly see if we can get some reviews on some of these games before they release. Um, so keep an eye out on that because I have some really good, uh, I've, I've been having some really good conversations, but all in all, whoops, all in all. Yeah. I was really impressed with it. I was really, really impressed with it. Yeah. Did you see any of the gameplay for uh midnight ghost hunt? Cause they did uh, show off some stuff on uh, the first day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, 
that one kind of passed me by because that was the game you played, right? The one you've mm-hmm. talked about before. Yeah. Well, I, I don't was, think I've reviewed the- it on the show. I know I've mentioned I've been wanting to talk about it. Um, and I can. Uh, I have alpha access and I actually gave you a key for that alpha access too, Rev. Um, a while yeah, ago. When I tried to re- yeah, when I tried to redeem it, it said that it, w- it was closed. It wouldn't let me in because huh. I, w- I wanted to try it out with you. Uh, but yeah, I... I I saw the gameplay footage on it and I was pretty, I'm looking forward to trying it out as well. You mm-hmm. know, kind of essentially like hide and seek ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to try that before I saw the gameplay because of you. Yeah. Well, and then there was another one I saw that I kind of thought about you. It was the, um, dungeon boyfriend. I think that's like where you date your weapons where it's like, <laughs> This the uh, this sword turns into a handsome young man. I'm going to now ask this handsome young man questions until he wants to bone with me. <laughs> yeah, that, that one's probably going to be on my radar. The only thing I'm waiting to find out on that is when it does release, is it going to be done episodically or full game? Because um, like I hate getting excited about games that might be released episodically now because like I've had so many that I've wanted to get into and then I get to the end of it. It's like, oh, you just finished chapter one, chapter two coming soon. That's the way later daters was. And so like, like I'm reserving my excitement for it until I get it confirmed whether or not it's going to be like the full game or if they're going to do episodes. I mean, if they do the full game, like, is it going to be like uh, Colonel Sanders where it's only like a two hour playthrough? But uh, I, 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 that one I saw, I was, I was intrigued by it, but I'm, reserving my excitement on that one for now yeah yeah um green did you want to mention anything from last week no is it anything i don't think i i think everything you got everything uh, that i was uh interested with that especially the midnight ghost hunt yeah for that yeah that that it, the what i've played of it it is very fun that's one um again it's like really good with friends like but that is actually one that i can play i, I think i'd be able to play without friends um one i could probably go in and join random games and and be just fine with it because uh you know there's a bit of strategy to it there's a bit of um you know getting better understanding the maps understanding how all the different like ghosts and different hunters work and stuff like that it's all pretty cool um cool anything else on the gorilla collective no 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 i uh like i said there there are a lot of them i'm just kind of waiting to see how things play out before i get too excited about it awesome uh looking at the time here i think we could probably take a break you guys cool with that break it on absolutely all right we're gonna take a two-minute break guys stay right there we'll be right back hello i'm matthias carnero host of the controller disconnected podcast it's a little show i make by myself where i talk about whatever games i've been playing recently and other subjects related to games as well sometimes i even do movie reviews just to shake things up if you enjoy listening to my weird accent episodes are released every week wherever podcasts are sold well, actually, podcasts are free, but you know what I mean. All right, and we are back. Thank you guys for letting us take that break. Uh, we have more news and things to discuss. 
um, because of, you know, EA, or I'm sorry, not EA, E3 uh, just doesn't exist this year. So everyone has kind of been doing their own things. We've been having all sorts of different events. Uh, one such event from one of the biggest publishers in the fucking game EA Play 2020. Again, I would like to remind anyone who might be watching on YouTube or if you're listening on on any podcast platform of your choice, reach out to us and let us know the answer to this question. Which of the announcements from EA Play 2020 uh, got you the most excited? So go on ahead and let us know in the comments or reach out, tweet out to us or let us know in the live chat as well. Um, Did you guys watch the EA Play 2020? I actually didn't watch it. I uh, I caught some of the highlights from uh, and and heard some of the news from our uh, former co- or not former co- our former guest uh, Viva Pinata because he was all in on that. Yeah. How about you, Green? Did you uh, end up watching it? I got mad. <laughs> I, w- I was I was going to, um, and but then I heard that they did not make any announcements for a new battlefield, and I've been wanting a new battlefield. So uh, I kind of just like boycotted it, but I heard some good things. Gotcha. Yeah. I, you know, now that I think about it, yeah, it was a little weird that they didn't make a new Battlefield announcement, but um, especially because um, Battlefield 5, they're slowing down the content they're putting out for that. Um, so I think for... As they should. As they... <laughs> So I think the biggest announcement for me and Green, at least, was Apex Legends is coming to Switch and will be cross-platform. And a new event that starts actually today uh, called Lost Lost Treasure. So Switch players, prepare to get wrecked. <laughs> I don't know why, but I hate whenever games become cross-platform with Switch because it seems like every time you get like if you don't have a full squad and you get paired up with somebody that's on a Switch, you're screwed. They're trash. It, I hate it. I can't I wait. So I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait to go in and just unleash unholy hellfire on like a full team of, of Switch players. <laughs> just Here's- dominate them and be like, go cry, kid. It's coming. I'm to a horrible Steam, person. Right? Did What's I hear that it, right? That, that Apex was going to be going to end up on Steam. I know that they are moving some EA games to Steam. I don't know if Apex is among them. I don't think they would. I'm not sure. Um, here's just what I'm waiting for. It's going to be like me and Green in a fucking party together, and we get paired with some Switch kid, and uh, we die, and we're yelling at the Switch kid, and then we just hear Padre's voice. Be like. Wait, Padre, have you said your kid's name on the on the podcast or on your streams? Oh, oh. oh yeah, people know my kids' names. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's just like Aiden, what are you doing <laughs> in the background of the st- <laughs> as we're just swearing at your kid because we got paired up with him. <laughs> uh, someone in chat just said um, Lou. Actually, shout out to Lou. Um, just said Apex is coming to Steam. So that yeah, I actually cool. just shared the Steam page in your uh, in the the uh, chat. Not, yeah. not, yeah, yeah, it's coming to Steam. So, yeah, it is coming to Steam. Um, so I'm trying, is it going to be like a connect the accounts? Because I don't want to lose my I shit. Guarantee, yeah. I guarantee it's like 
you download it on Steam, and then it just routes you to Origin. <laughs> it just launches Origin, Origin again. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to fucking happen. I, I can see it now. Like, which is going to be stupid as fuck. I, like, I, that's, uh, if EA could do something so stupid, they fucking would. And that would be it. They'd launch it. You'd, you'd be like, oh, I'm going to download this on Steam. I love Steam. Download Origin. Oh. Okay, download Origin. Every time you fucking launch it from Steam, Origin pops up. I guarantee that's what's going to happen. It's like how if I want to play GTA 5, I either have to... This is So this is actually one of my biggest annoyances right now when I want to play GTA 5 is I have Rockstar right on my desktop, so I usually just open up Rockstar, and then it says, play on Epic. So I'll hit that, and then it has to open up Epic. But if I do it the other way around, if I go to play it on Epic, it's going to open up Rockstar. <laughs> Just I'm like, why do I why do I have to launch both of these fucking launchers? Apparently, according to a dev, it will launch directly with Steam without running Origin. That's according that's according to one of the respawn wow. developers. Okay. I don't understand, though. That, that That's interesting because I think that's EA, one of EA's like biggest sellers right now. That's one of EA's biggest movers is Apex. Maybe they heard our cries about how Origin sucks. <laughs> um, hopefully, Apex coming to Steam now with five times more loot boxes. <laughs> and you can trade them. Yeah. Uh, another game that was announced was Star Wars Squadrons, which, is, uh, which will be coming to consoles and Windows PCs with a planned release date of October 2nd at around $40 USD. Did this did this uh move anything for you guys? This guy this get you a little uh a little aroused? Maybe a little a little I, chubby? I love Star Wars. Uh, I'm going to keep an eye out on this. I don't know for sure if it's going to be a game that I actually enjoy. Um just because I'm not like a huge you know, like plane simulator racing, you know, th- those style of games. But with it being Star Wars and with it being, you know, f- actually like fighting other people in in ships and shit, I'm I'm actually um, I'm keeping an eye out on this one. Uh, I'm re- probably I'm really excited. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, could- no, you're fine. Uh, that's one of the, my biggest gripes about Battlefront 2, like the new one, all newish, is that in Battlefront 2 2005, you could actually have space uh, fights and shit in ships, and they took that away. And that was like one of my favorite parts of Battlefront 2 2005. Yeah, I remember Battlefront 2 2005, like the the space maps, you would hop into like an X-Wing and then like land in an enemy ship and like wreak havoc on the enemy ship until you died and then you'd have to do the same thing over again or you'd have to do like all the dog fighting and stuff like that yeah um around around uh what are they the star destroyers so yeah, like like the, uh, yeah star destroyers and then the rebel ships Just i know my star wars <laughs> i knew my star wars my <laughs> star treks did anybody else do the uh, the cheap move with the Millennium Falcon in in the first one, where you would uh you, you'd go you'd see the Slave One coming and you would just right last second turn on your deflector shield, bam, run through and blow them up, easy cheese. It was my oh god, I got so many hate messages 
so many because of, because they're just like you son of a bitch, and I'm like, get good. <laughs> my my experience playing Battlefront Two 2005 uh, was entirely birthday parties and sleepovers, where we were just a bunch of kids hopped up on way too much fucking Mountain Dew. <laughs> um yeah that was that was my experience playing battlefront 2 of course i never had a playstation 2 or an xbox 360 as a kid so that was all it was for me was the going over to friend's house uh and enjoying it there um and then another game that was announced uh is a new skate game so i saw some articles technically not skate four. they just said skate so you know if you're calling if you're out there calling it skate four you're wrong um <laughs> much to the joy of fans because ea said directly that they're only making it because fans wanted it and were asking for it for fucking ever um i i've never played skate so I don't know. Did this one? I mean, did this one like uh, get your nipples hard at all, guys? I mean, I'm 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 gonna try it out because I've heard so much about skate. I was always I always played the Tony Hawk Pro Skater games, and then after it went to Tony Hawk Underground, I stopped playing them all together and stopped playing skateboard games. But uh, I'm I mean, I'm interested in trying it out myself. T- Tony Hawk Underground Two was the best one. It, it may have been the, the best, best Underground, one. but it wasn't the game. It wasn't the oh, best game. It was the best Tony Hawk game. I, I that you'll fight. You can fight me on this all you want. It's my favorite. Fight, the best. fight, 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 fight. <laughs> I no. I've I've come to terms with Green and people to have the wrong opinions. It's fine. Hold on, you were very crackly and distorted there. What'd you say? Uh Can you hear me better? Not at all. <laughs> I'll be right back with you. Okay. So was there anything else during EA Play 2020 that um, that you noticed, Green, anything that you wanted to talk about? Like, there wasn't much for me that got me... I mean, the Apex news was the biggest for me. I saw a lot of He's hype wrong. around the other things. What's that? <laughs> He's wrong. <laughs> He's entitled to his wrong opinion. <laughs> I'm right. And I'm always right. Always. Stand by my convictions. I don't know. Your fiance doesn't say that. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So anything else on EA Play 2020? Why not a Battlefield game? <laughs> like, because they realized they couldn't compete with Call of Duty anymore. I'm well, surprised they if they. Go ahead. I'm just surprised that we didn't see anything from Anthem, right? Because Anthem has been such a huge fucking failure. They've been trying to re- they've been trying to breathe life into fucking Anthem. I'm actually a little surprised that there wasn't announcements trying to get people back into Anthem. <laughs> Well, I don't think they're going to make any announcements until they actually get the full like they're, they're saying that they're essentially reworking the whole game yeah. and doing it as a full update. So like I, that's going to take some time. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I don't foresee that popping up until maybe next year, maybe the year after that. But by that time, you're going to say, what, what about Anthem? And they're like, what? What's that game? And that's how long it's going gonna, it's gonna to take. They'll have to like re-release it as a a new game, like mm-hmm. with trailers and shit. This is going to be like an Anthem like 2.0. <laughs> they're going to rename it Anthems. Yeah anthems cool um so i think the next thing that we should talk about is the apple worldwide developers conference Woo! Woo. (laughs) Uh, i know this isn't like one of those things that we usually it's it's not one of those things that is like directly related to gaming um I understand that, but last year they announced Apple Arcade, and there's some other things here that I think are definitely that is definitely worth mentioning. Um, so just like on the surface, for anyone who has an iPhone like I do, some cool changes are coming to iOS. Um, but these are also changes that Android already had, <laughs> like widgets and screen and screen media. Oh, you keep waving your hands like that, Green. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Welcome to 2017, Danny. <laughs> um, so the biggest announcement um, was that Mac computer systems are now going to begin a transition from Intel Silicon to Apple's own proprietary ARM Silicon. Um I'm not going to get like super techy with it because I am definitely not qualified to talk on that. Uh, go check out Linus tech tips or Marquis Brownlee uh, for information on that. They have much better videos and top in, in discussions on that. Um, so the first arm based Mac devices will come out later this year. And Apple is going to do a two year transition from Intel processing uh, or processor devices to the arm processor devices. So for about a two year period here, you're going to be able to have a choice between what processors you have in your Mac devices. Um, so why is this a big deal? There's a lot of reasons, but the main one I'm going to focus on is this change is going to allow apps that are native to iOS and iPad OS to also work on Macs, which is where the ID, which is where this gaming uh, conversation is going to go, because this is going to include um, a lot of software like Adobe software, you know, Photoshop express premiere drawing software for the iPad is going to be native now or be able to be native on, um, on uh, Mac, Mac devices, um, but it's also going to include games like Fortnite, Call of Duty Mobile, Mario Kart World Tour, um, even ports for games that are on iOS like Final Fantasy 3 or Final Fantasy 4, which I have both the ports for those for iOS. Um, you know, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I just kind of got lost in my notes there, but um, and even for apps that aren't going to automatically be based in arm and there's a they, they've been talking about how app developers like adobe and everyone else uh, all these other larger um app developers are already getting their software ready for this or are 
already ready for this. Um, the apps that aren't, there's actually going to be a built-in emulation um, for apps that aren't built for this system yet, and it's called Rosetta 2. Um, so everything should work on these uh, ARM-based Macs uh, basically right away, which is pretty awesome. Um, there is one other thing I saw and kind of take this with a grain of salt because I haven't seen anyone else talk about this. Uh, I heard this from the video Max Tech put out. They said this would also mean controller support. So if you're looking for, you know, for more gaming stuff uh, re related to Mac hardware now, you could also do that. Um, so uh, my, my basic opinion is I'm not suggesting you should buy an Apple pro product just for the gaming capabilities. But if for whatever reason you are looking on your own and you think a Mac might be good for you for a variety of reasons, right? People buy Macs for a variety of uh, reasons, uh, you know, from photo editing to video editing to, you know, running, uh, running their, uh, word processors and doing um accounting you know there's there's a lot of reasons people buy macs over pcs um if you're looking at buying a mac over a pc i would say this is at least one mark in the column for uh, this is one positive in the column i it's, it wouldn't be a huge sell for me personally but it's there and I think that's worth mentioning, at least to somebody who who might be considering, you know, a Mac in place of a, a you know, PC. But uh, what do you guys think? Look, I, I use Apple products. I, you know, I but I also know what they're good for. <laughs> you said you said the dirtiest thing. What's okay. that? You need to wash your mouth out. Oh, yeah. You said if you're considering buying a Mac over a PC. Mm hmm. Go wash your mouth out. Shame on you. Wow. Okay. Hey, uh, do you want to remember? Shame. Do you want to remember who has uh, control here? I got. I got buttons. I got buttons, bud. <laughs> I'll go wash my mouth out now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> remember who Daddy is. Please, please <laughs> um, it's. It's please. actually Daddy is Rev. He has a hat that says it. <laughs> <laughs> um so i mean what are your guys' general opinions on this uh green we'll start with you i have no opinion i mean it's good, good for, talk it's good for apple it's you know it's good for apple it's good for apple i mean uh it, it's anytime you can stray away from intel a little bit that's pretty cool <laughs> Uh, I like that they can actually switch. They're attempting to, you know, make it more uh, user friendly because that's really what Apple's been all about this whole time is making it more user friendly. Uh, everything is simple, clean, elegant. You know, they're, they're trying to uh, tighten the transition, which I'm. I, I I that's my favorite part about Apple is that that. The, the way that they have everything. Uh, uh, I don't know the word for it. Everything plays together in meshes. Yeah, yeah. It flows together very well. Mm -hmm. It's a lot like, uh, I mean, this is going to probably be in the weeds for a lot of people, but it's like Adobe products. Um, 
you know, it's, you know, if you're working on an Adobe product uh, or a project, you know, if you're doing Premiere, you can integrate that with Audition seamlessly. You can integrate that with uh, After Effects. You can integrate it with Photoshop. You can do, you know, you can do some video editing in Audition and then export it to Premiere. You know, it, all the all these things play together. And Apple's the very, very similar where... Um, your i your your not your iWatch your Apple Watch your iPhone your iPad they in your Mac they all in your Apple TV they all can integrate and keep you know the same preferences and they can have the same apps that are all like work together and you know they can all mesh well and I think this is just another really awesome step towards you know a uh, uh, a complete computing and home system I think that's I think that works out pretty well for a lot of people I can understand yeah, I why mean, that's why that's attractive. Yeah, McKenna, uh, McKenna's uh, Uni, uh, it's all Apple product. Um, I, I got her an iPad Pro, and she's got a MacBook, and everything just, like, she can send her homework from her Mac to her iPhone or iPad. Um, they do a lot of airdropping where they're in the same room. They send it from Mac to Mac like if they're working on a big project together. So, I mean, the, the connectivity is really nice. But other than that, I just don't like uh, it's like the Gucci, you know, the Gucci of the tech world. Like you can you can buy you can you can live in some Wrangler jeans. Do you really need the Gucci, the, the Gucci jeans? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely play. For, you definitely pay for that logo a lot, um, yeah. especially because when you're looking at the actual hardware inside of a Mac. <laughs> and it's like hmm and i an intel i3 why am i paying a thousand dollars for an intel i3 <laughs> and it's usually like a like a past gen too yeah it's usually past like a tech. yeah it's usually like a gen behind um rev what are you thinking I'm kind of like in the same boat as Green. Like I, I haven't had an i, uh, an Apple product since God the three GS, I think. But it, I mean, it is cool to see that they're trying to branch out. And uh, I, like, I just hope that this doesn't become one of those things. Like, oh, we got our new own silicon, so we're gonna up the price by another hundred and fifty dollars on everything, you know? Or because they could, they could, they could. <laughs> but uh, but all in all, yeah. I mean, I, it's not gonna really sway me one way or another, just because I. I've been an Android guy for a long time, but I'm also like on board with the get away from Intel thing because, but, but it's kind of ironic because like Intel is the Apple of the processor world. (laughs) You're like paying extra for the logo. So it's like, they're like, you know what? You're not going to pay extra for the Intel logo. You're going to pay a lot more extra for hours. So it's like, I I don't know, but we'll see. I I would like to say, I would like to see if they're going to have their own stuff and not import it in from Intel, that maybe it does go down in price instead of up. We'll see. Doubt it, but you never know until it happens. Yeah. I'm curious to see where performances are going to go and where thermal, um, and and where thermal caps are, uh, because anyone who's had a MacBook air on their lap knows it gets hot pretty quick. Uh, <laughs> when it goes I was from an Apple, uh, an Apple Air, or you know, an Air to an I need Air. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, when it's sitting on your lap, I call it uh, sperm killer. <laughs> your throw your it, boys get a, a little hot. hot. <laughs> it's like throw it in a cold pool and you got a hot tub. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, I'm very curious. Forever. Yeah, which uh, I'm very curious to see where thermal caps go. If these things are going to run hotter or cooler than Intel uh, processors, um, that's going to be. And another thing, I mean, even if the price doesn't go down, maybe that maybe they can get their proprietary stuff up to being like on par with the current gen. You know, like like maybe they can keep the same cost while improving performance based on the fact that instead of being a generation behind, they could be kind of up to snuff with more current processors. Yeah. Uh, one thing I should mention while I'm thinking about it was that they were showing off. Um, I think they called it parallels. I think where um, they were showing off uh, running some Linux on, on it. So the, I mean, they're, you know, at least putting some capabilities to run bootcamp and, you know, whatever else other, other softwares and OSs on it, which, you know, that's a good step in the right direction. The, uh, the changes to the Mac OS um, are taking several steps closer to the iPad OS. So the iPad OS and the Mac OS are, are getting more interlinked and, and um, closer together, which, you know, do with that what you want. Um, I've, I have a iPad mini three. It currently has the iPad OS on it. Um, it works all right. It's fine. I'm actually looking forward to the iOS updates because finally fucking widgets. <laughs> it's so annoying to have. I, I just want to have the weather right there on the home screen. Literally, that's all the wi- that's all the only widget I want is I just want that right there in the corner. <laughs> it shouldn't have it's current year. I shouldn't have to wait for that. <laughs> Go ahead, Green. <clears throat> Samsung's had that for forever. Ever. <laughs> Um, what I'm saying is I used to have iPhone like I used to it was the 6 iPhone 6 plus I had it for a week mm. and then I'm like nope I'm gonna I'm gonna try it I'm gonna switch to the Note 4 never look back love that Note 4 yeah that's probably my favorite phone so far like I, I have the I think the 10 Note 10 right now and like I like it I, well I love it but it, the Note 4 is special I love that phone the first time i felt liberated with my cell phone <laughs> sensually liberated sensually liberated sensually um i almost went with the pixel when i went to buy this phone uh i almost went with the pixel and then the guy the the this person who sold it to me actually talked me out of it suckered you into it well he he was even <laughs> He was like a Samsung rep for that store too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of all the traitor, <laughs> of all the people to <laughs> convince me not to buy an iPhone, he was the one. <laughs> Shame on him. I hope he's not selling Samsungs anymore. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, anything else on the uh, Worldwide Developers Conference? Not unless you have something else on it. No. No, that was it. I mean, there it's not like they did like another whole release for uh Apple Arcade or anything like that, which I'm eh. That's still kind of meh. I think it's a good option for for families because it's cheap and it's fairly well curated, but it's nothing, you know, 
anyone here would probably be interested in. Um, cool. Well, uh, we did get some leaks on some uh, hardware that's coming up, and it might, you know, it, it's good to at least keep in mind if you're in the market for building a new PC like me. Uh, so I'm going to let Mr. Greenlee take over here. It, it, I, it's not. It's still not a good time. Like, it, it's an okay time since they started. They're starting to announce new stuff uh, and rolling it out in the next few months that they're going to be making these things. But right now, with the whole COVID thing, like everything is sold out. It's so hard. Like I'm trying to piece together a stream PC. It's so difficult to find parts. Yeah, that's I been the big the last. Thing. I bought. I bought the last B450. The last B450M. Uh, from Asus on Amazon until the restock in like a month. So it's tough. Yeah, it is. I've mostly just been researching and like piecing things together. But uh, these NVIDIA leaks, let's go on ahead. Yeah, NVIDIA leaks, NVIDIA leaks. Okay. Uh, so, of course, they're going to drop the 3000 series soon, um, or at least announce it. Um, they're for sure releasing the 30, 3080 Ti. Um, the leak biggest rumored thing I, I think is the 30, 3080 TI is saying they're going to be pushing out 21 teraflops of pure God power, which I, I will see. Um, I think the current one runs like 11 teraflops, 12, somewhere around there, uh, non overclocked. Um, the biggest thing with these, these rumors is these are just the founder edition, like straight from NVIDIA. Um, let's see here. They're also talking about uh, a possible surprise GPU with the 3090, um, which I don't know exactly what's going to go on with that. Um, the base 3080 um, is supposed to be running at like a, a 10 gig um, versus the uh, current 2080 is 8. Um, so right there is just a marginal increase in what you're getting for how much you're paying for. Yeah. Can I just um, say real quick, I think the surprise is going to be a cream filling. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Sorry, That's bad nasty. joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, and then I know for sure they're uh, going to be running. Well, the, the leaked rumor is uh, PCIe Gen 4. Uh, same as the R RDNA, um, the last 5700X, or 5000X, did they call that a 5600XT? Yeah, that's right. Um, that one's running on PCIe Gen 4. So it, it was inevitable. I mean, it, it's just Intel's late. You're muted, Chief. It's because I'm just lip syncing the word inevitable like Kim Jong-il did <laughs> in uh, the movie um, Team America World Police. Inevitable. Lulzies. Uh Yeah, I mean, anything else on this? I mean, it's definitely something to, um, something to look out for and look, you know, see when the actual announcement is coming out. Titan. What's that? Yeah, they're apparently gonna drop a Titan too, like same day announcement. Uh, which I'm, uh, it's something to keep an eye out for sure. Um, because normally when they have the announcement for. Uh, a new series like the same day the the previous cards will start like going down 
I mean, like first week, they maybe a few pennies, but within like a month, they're usually twenty to fifty dollars cheaper, and then a month later, they're cheaper still. So it, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes right now, um, because right right now, as it is, the twenty series are pretty expensive for what they are. Um, so it'll be, it'll be interesting to see once they actually announce these things. Yeah, especially because, I mean, as you mentioned, I mean, we're kind of seeing a scarcity right now. Mm, yeah. And that's another thing with pricing. Like, how expensive is it going to be right off the bat just because the the production is still limited and shipping is still limited from COVID? Yeah. Especially if there's another resurgence of COVID. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, anything else that we want to talk about here? No, I have one question. That maybe Green can answer because you know, as most of y'all know, I'm still pretty new when it comes to the whole PC thing. So, in in the series, what is the seventy, the eighty, the ninety? What does that even like? What does that even represent? Is that just a model uh, number or? It, yeah, it's essentially a model number for the de- like the designation for the the level of card. So, like usually the budget, like the lower end cards, are the fifty series. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next up is the 60, uh, like usually the fifties are like maybe, th- uh, three gigs of VRAM on it. Like the basic, the cheap, like you run, it can run some games on low settings if you're lucky. Um, and then, you know, 60 usually doubles that up to you know, uh, six gigs of VRAM. Um, and then the seventies and eighties usually are, are, uh, eight, eight to However many, like the the twenty eighty bump, the TI bumped it up to eleven gigs of VRAM. Um, so it, it's more processing power per like unit. Um, and then the biggest difference with the TIs are more uh, CUDA cores and um, more like out the box overclocking. Like the base overclock, the the base clock is faster. Uh, same with like the tw- like the difference between the 2080 Super and the 2080 Ti is it mainly it's more VRAM and more uh, overclocking. So we're just looking at like the like if they do a 3090, it's just going to be like something we've never seen before. Yeah, it's yeah. There's never been a 90 series. Okay. Um, but a lot of a lot of people have been speculating that that's not even going to be a gaming uh, uh, GPU. It's going to be more for like. Um, video editing and AI processing than it is for like uh, uh, actually playing a game, which okay. I can see. They've done. There's cards right now that are uh, from Nvidia that are you. They're you know, better than the the Titan cards, and but you wouldn't play games on them because they're essentially just for AI. It's like a second computer within a computer. Yeah, they use that stuff for like CAD and movie production and Mm. AI and uh, doing expensive. Yeah, and doing like modeling for like complex, you know, weather and shit like that. Um, Yeah, because I was talking to one of my coworkers. She has a son that's like taking an engineering class. And so she built him. She's like. So what's the difference between like these, like what are all these parts? I'm like, oh, they're just having you build a gaming PC. She goes, really? I'm like, yeah, because you have to have like a pro, like you have to have a graphics processor to run a CAD software. She goes, 
So does that mean if I build them this, I don't have to get them an Xbox? I'm like, I mean, that's your choice. <laughs> you can you can tell I, him that he got a nice computer. He can play COD on that. <laughs> I had a guy when I was playing uh, PlayStation, when I was still on PlayStation playing Destiny 2. He was in my clan. He was like, well, I'm going to be leaving soon to go play it on PC. And I'm like, oh, what's your specs? And he just started talking out of his ass. He's, he was like, yeah, I spent... I spent seven grand on this GPU, and it was one of the one of the the architect uh, AI GPUs. Can't remember which one it was. I'm like, are you sure? You sure you're gonna be playing with that? It's like, yep, damn straight. I'm like, you know, that's for like, you know, high gra- like processing, not like video games, right? It's like, no, it's not. Yeah, you're yeah. And then he like left, so yeah. So do your research on your uh, on your PC parts, and you know, watch yeah. the trades. Do we know when we'll uh, when we should see an announcement from Nvidia on the next series? I don't know for sure. I think it's. I think they were saying within two months. Okay. Um, let me double check here. Uh. Yeah, everything I've read from hopefully we don't have to wait too much longer, uh, but Excellent. it's not like an estimated time. Usually, I think uh, usually late July is usually when they announce it because they compete with uh, AMD on that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. Anything else that we need to talk about there? We good? Want to build a PC? I'm working on it. <laughs> Wanna, you want to buy me a 3080 Ti? Nope. <laughs> Daddy. Um, so the last thing we should probably talk about is Mixer. Not like... No. Again, we don't really talk much about like streaming and stuff like that outside of what we're doing, but this is at least worth mentioning and talking about a little bit. So Microsoft decided they're going to shut down Mixer and they are integrating their their live streaming services with Facebook Gaming uh of course mixer being the uh place that uh ninja was poached um <laughs> for a 30 million dollar contract and and shroud and shroud yeah um let's see ninja was Big offered names. a 30 million dollar contract and he accepted that and then shroud 10 million dollars from which i understand they are walking away with that money uh, and I had also heard rumors they were offered double the contracts by Facebook Gaming. Yep. Heard those same rumors floating around. So if those rumors are true, I just want to just real quick. I, I wish I had the self-confidence and the financial stability to just say, nah, I don't need that 60 mil <laughs> on top of the 30 mil I already have. Yeah, they forced them. They forced Mixer to buy out their contract so that and not go over to Facebook like that. That in and of itself speaks volumes to people's, you know, trust in what Facebook gaming has to offer. Yeah, yeah. AKA nothing, nothing, at least not much. Well, there's, yeah, there's a few like there's a few Facebook gamers that I just swear by it, but uh, I don't know. It, I don't like the the fact that anyone like their personal profiles are on there. Like I'd rather have like that 
that sense of animosity. Animosity or anonymity? Like, same thing. <laughs> anonymity. <laughs> anonymity. Whatever. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> don't quote me here. <laughs> so. I mean, I. I mean, Facebook is a place of animosity. <laughs> mm, you're not wrong. Anonymity. <laughs> well, and, uh, honestly, I think that has that plays a lot to, into it because you know Mixer was kind of shrouded in that recent controversy, and the timing just ended up being really crap. But you you throw that on top of it's like oh well i mean you're having these issues wait till you see what's next you know it's like we're gonna throw you over to facebook where it's probably 20 times worse plus your personal profile is being shared yeah that ain't it that ain't it yeah no i so in terms of like the like the money people spent on there i think from what I've heard, what I uh, I got this little tidbit from Bellular News, um, they said that like if you have subs or money that's like on an account on Mixer, you're going to get uh, Xbox Live credits, uh, which is you know they don't have to do that, but it's also just kind of like meh. Um, it would have been you know cool if they just you know, maybe refunded any cash that you had. Uh, you know, if you had, I don't know, what is their equivalent of bits or subscriptions? Embers? I think yeah, Embers were their bits, I want to say, and then Sparks yeah. were like their like channel point based things. Yeah. Kind of system. So oh, I don't why think they had just subs. Yeah. I'm like, I would have just rather seen them refund that back to your card or yeah. your PayPal. Um, I'm more worried about the actual, like, the full-time, like, the partners and streamers. Like, you, they practically just got told that they don't have a job anymore. Yeah, a lot and of right. them are pretty upset about it. I'm, I'm close with a lot of Mixer streamers. And it, it is, I mean, I will say that I've been kind of checking in on them on their first streams over on Twitch. Or if they had went over to Mixer, their first streams back. And a lot of them seem to be doing really well. Um, one of the things that, that sucks, I think, for one particular community is the high-res community, like Paladins and Realm Royale and all them, because they, they had like a kind of a thing, like a, a thing with Mixer. You know, you get watch points by linking your Mixer account, unlock certain stuff. So seeing them kind of get left in the dust sucks, but a lot of them are doing pretty well, and their communities are following them. They're, it's A lot of them see it as kind of a bump in the road. But there are some people that... Um, that have had real bad potholes in this whole situation because they were banned on Twitch for something that they weren't able to appeal all like a long time ago. And then now it's like, they're still banned on Twitch. So what are they supposed to do? You know? And, and there have been cases where it's like back when it was one of those deals where, you know, it wasn't a, um, Oh, what's the word? It wasn't like a looked into, uh, you know, they wouldn't even let them appeal it or something like that. It just, it was like an auto ban that stuck. And so those people I feel really bad for. There's not a whole ton of them, but there's enough of them for it to, you know, to feel bummed out about. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, this is going to be one of those things we're going to see some ripples for, for weeks and months. Um, I don't know if, because there was kind of, there was kind of a point where people went to mixer because they didn't want to be on Twitch. And I completely understand not not wanting to be on Twitch. Um, 
I mean, for a variety of reasons. I mean, we can dance around like the current stuff that's happening right now. But I mean, for the last since I've been on Twitch for two years, I mean, it's just been controversy after controversy of Twitch not enforcing their own rules of, you know, just toxic, you know, inability to, you know, deal with toxicity on the on the platform um not providing tools not providing like great updates for folks um you know stuff like that and so i understand like a lot of people who did who left twitch to go beyond mixer because it was kind of a fresh start and i know some people who did that um yeah so we're gonna see the ripples i i honestly don't think that we're gonna see like a huge effect on twitch i have to giggle a little bit though why is that because Microsoft like fl- like did a flex move, like a huge gamble, you know, paying Shroud, Cathalion, uh, and Ninja to come over to Mixer just to essentially fold in six months with Facebook. They did all that just to try to get those communities to come over, and and Facebook was still outdoing them in terms of growth, which is saying something i would never really cared for mixer but yeah i mean there's there's a lot of things just with i mean the the executive and then like i said twitch i mean has its own issues right now um i think a lot personally and this is just like if you know anyone from mixer just came up on the show i would probably go to get you uh youtube gaming personally if i were in there if i were in your shoes though too what's that there's a lot. Of, there's like a lot. Uh, it's tough on any platform, really. But mm-hmm. uh, YouTube is is tough because there's a lot of broadcasters. Yeah. On YouTube. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it sucks. And I mean, if I can offer any advice for anyone in media, it's never put your eggs in one basket, and always, 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 always diversify your revenue streams. If you can make ads, make ads. If you can get subs, do your best to get subs. Sell merch. Sell, you know, be get affiliate links. Um, like Rev has his um, <clears throat> YouTube, uh, not YouTube. I'm sorry, the Epic Creator Code. You know, Humble Bundle. You know, get you know Amazon. I mean, you know, get your Amazon affiliate links. Um, <laughs> I have none of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible. It's okay. Uh, which technically, you know, hey Rev, what's your uh, what's your epic? Hey. Uh, if you decide to purchase anything through the Epic Store, whether it be V Bucks or whatever that shit on Dauntless is called, or any other games, uh, feel free to use supporter creator code Revsven. R E V S V E N. Thank you. Yeah, and then uh, we are Humble Bundle affiliates. The show is so if you guys are interested in uh, purchasing anything on Humble Bundle, I don't have a link right now. But if you guys uh, send me a message, and if, I mean, this is going to be like if you guys really want to support the show, um, send me a message. I'll provide you an affiliate link because I just don't have one on hand, and uh, Humble Bundle doesn't have like a put a, a code in. So, um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, diversify your content and diversify your your revenue streams um yeah it's shit stuff uh i don't but like i said i don't think i'm gonna see 
we're going to see too many people come from Mixer over to to Twitch. I think it's I think they're going to go over to YouTube because a, a part of the appeal of Mixer was that it was not Twitch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I think uh, like personal opinion, the way it's going to go is you're going to see like a lot of the biggest ones move over to other platforms. But like all of the all the ones, that it's just like they've met a lot of people within the Twitch community. So the, like people like, um, you know, our sizes, you know, like our size streamers that are going to come the hobbyists because it's the yeah, yeah, it's like the easier move to make all these other big ones. They're free agents now. You may see exclusive contracts being signed. It may just be whoever offers the biggest money. Yeah, we'll see. I'm curious to see if Twitch is going to offer Ninja uh, a contract. That's the one. That's the one I'm watching because that that was that was the one that went down in flames when it happened. Yeah, like the Shroud one. They they flipped a 180 with the way they handled the Shroud Mm -hmm. one. You know, they put out the thanks for the memories, beautiful highlight video, so nice, so sweet. They're like, that was essentially them going, we effed up. We're sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's sorry. We're gonna show porn on the largest platform or largest streamer on the fucking platforms channel. Have fun. <laughs> also, fuck you. We're gonna remove your subscription right after you your your uh, subscription button right after you set and made the announcement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I wonder which exec was so butthurt about Ninja leaving. That they didn't like approve that. Like, I wonder which one was like, yeah, fuck that guy. Pornography is shit. <laughs> to be fair, it wasn't necessarily their fault because they weren't the ones broadcasting the porn. But it, they should have caught the porn it. faster than that they did. It was the biggest yeah. channel, like. Well, because it was an auto host situation, right? That was it's crazy. He he had some sort of auto host on, and the person had their own like account. Like the person who he auto hosted uh, had his account. It was something weird like that. It was like a weird series of events that should just have never happened, if I remember correctly. Go ahead. Uh, it was very coincidental too, though. Yeah. 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 It uh, someone just said Lou just said it was in the recommended feed. Okay. Yeah, it was some weird situation that, but it shouldn't still shouldn't have happened. Like they should have caught the porn pretty fucking quick. Um, of course, you know, we all know that Twitch staff. Uh, aren't exactly the quickest when it comes to taking down content anyways um you know like pirated feeds of uh logan paul fight or <laughs> filipino radio stations no, or or the ufc fights that was my favorite one. i'm sorry i i hate i i don't support pirating in any stretch like i don't even like sea of thieves but whenever they did that where they played the ufc fights and the guy was streaming under the EA UFC three category and just sitting there with like on screen with a controller with the real fights playing, looking like he was playing the video game. That was that was an IQ 200 move until he got caught. That is fucking brilliant. I I have never heard that story. That's fucking well, awesome. I'll be sharing articles. It was it was the most <laughs> oh, sublime thing. This is this happened back before I even knew what Twitch was. So it's been a few years, but. Yeah, he he streamed under the EA UFC video game directory and just had the fights playing behind him, sitting there on his screen like he normally would with a controller in his hand. It's like, 
made it through the whole pay-per-view before they got him taken down. That's Banned big. Him. That is big brain moves. Big brain moves. I need to meet that man. Um, anything else on on Mixer? <laughs> and I mean, shit's a shit show everywhere. <laughs> Everything's a shit show right now. We are on the worst timeline. Um, I want I want to redo. <laughs> we uh we we went to roll for initiation on January first and ro- roll ah, rolled an effing one. Yeah, well, this is uh, apparently a, the this uh, DM is apparently not merciful at all. Okay, so God that's damn it, decay. What I'm blaming it. I'm blaming it on decay. <laughs> are you are you referencing our our D and D Halloween Kill. special? Kill everything. No mercy. Make the final monster fucking invincible. Okay, I blame so, them for everything. Okay, so I I just have to explain what Green Elite is talking Please. about here. So. Please. Last October, I ran a Dungeons uh, Dungeons and Dragons Halloween special, um, and it was zombie based. Well, every time they killed a zombie, I would add ten hit points to the final monster that they had to fight. And Decay, uh, my friend Decay, was playing a paladin, and so he was just going through murking every single fucking zombie he saw. Um, there was never, there was not a fight he turned down, and it ended up adding something like 80, 90 hit points to this final monster that started out with 200 hit points. And, uh, and Green Elite I, was a new player. Yeah, it was my first time ever, and I asked at the first fight, should we go around this? Should we just circumvent this? And DK was like, nope, let's go. Full send. Okay. <laughs> anyway, sorry for the tangent. No, it's all good. Um, yeah, no, when I DM, I am not merciful. You're going to learn the hard way. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Let's wrap up the show. Green Elite, what's coming up on your uh, channel? Nothing. Nothing. Uh, with the flood, I am still waiting on a power cord for my mother, or my monitor. Hopefully, my monitor is not broken. If it is, I have to wait until my new monitor comes in. Um, I'll know on Thursday, and Thursday I'll do like arranging to get my station in a safe space. So maybe Friday I'll get on and play some games. I'm not sure. But until then, you can catch me. You can you know, drop a follow if you want to on on twitch.tv forward slash mr green elite uh or you can check me out on my twitter instagram uh i also have another twitter account which is pretty cool it's called at iro wisdom uh where i do a daily motivation thing i'm trying to get it off the ground i want it to get off the ground i love it it's so much fun excellent so go follow green elite at all those places revs fen what's coming up on your channel (laughs) <laughs> nothing as well uh going to avoid getting political but until some things are at least uh some steps are taken i'm not streaming uh i'll be still posting on uh my socials and i will still be active in discord um which you can find me on any social platform at revspin tv 
And if you want to wait till I get back, you can follow me on Twitch at RevSpin. Excellent. Um, on my channel, I'm not really sure what I'll be doing for the rest of the week. Um, I don't know, I've been really enjoying just playing Fallout, so we might get a lot of extra Fallout streams. Um, if I do play, uh, like I didn't stream last night because I've been incredibly anxious and irritable. Uh, so we'll kind of see. I'm kind of taking in with my internet issue. I've kind of been taking everything as a day by day basis. Um, but of course, drop me a follow. I'll probably stream. I'll probably stream Friday. Um, I probably won't be streaming tomorrow because, uh, you know, I got to get groceries and, and, you know, live like an adult for a little bit. Um, but yeah, you guys can also find me on Instagram and Twitter at Danny K D A N I E C A E. You can also find me on YouTube, Danny K media. Uh, that's also where you can find, uh, past episodes of the podcast. It's right there, um, for you to enjoy, uh, which I think that's actually going to wrap up the show. So if you guys missed any part of the show, feel free to head on over there uh, a little later on and get it there. Uh, we appreciate all of you for watching and listening and taking the time to join us. Uh, really, it appreciate it means so much to us that you guys even take the time to watch and listen to the show. Um, before we go, I just wanted to give another shout out to Lou Merck. He's the guy who gives us the beats uh, that you guys heard during the uh, breaks and during the intro of the show. Make sure you guys check him out. Links are in the chat right now. They're also in the description of this episode. Uh, if you guys like what you guys uh, like, what we saw here, support the show in a couple of ways. Um, the best number one way to do that is by telling your friends about us. Uh, you can also give us a rating and review on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, again, if you guys missed any part of the show, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are found. Uh, of course, you guys can join us live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Twitch. Um, we might be uh, an hour late next week to accommodate our guests again. Uh, we do have two guests next week. That is uh, the gentleman over at The Game Deflators. So join us in welcoming those guys. Um, I can't think of anything else. Oh, uh, no, actually, we'll, we'll hold off on this. <laughs> um we'll talk to you guys again next week have a wonderful rest of your week and remember we need to arrest the cops that killed brianna taylor have a wonderful evening guys love you we appreciate you listening to the show if you like what you heard please tell a friend about what we do 